Hello and uh, welcome to the Whitcomb Baptist Church Advent Devotion for the 23rd of December. We're Trevor and Sheila Dolby and today's meditation is taken from Luke chapter 2 verses 25 to 35 and we're thinking about the one who was born to die. First then, the reading, starting Luke chapter 2, verse 25. Now there was a man in Jerusalem called Simeon, who was righteous and devout. He was waiting for the consolation of Israel, and the Spirit was on him. It had been revealed to him by the Holy Spirit that he would not die before he had seen the Lord's Messiah. Moved by the Spirit, he went into the temple courts. When the parents brought in the child Jesus to do for him what the custom of the law required, Simeon took him in his arms and praised God, saying, Sovereign Lord, as you have promised, you may now dismiss your servant in peace. For my eyes have seen your salvation, which you have prepared in the sight of all nations, a light for revelation to the Gentiles and the glory of your people Israel. The child's father and mother marveled at what was said about him. Then Simeon blessed them and said to Mary, his mother, this child is destined to cause the falling and rising of many in Israel and to be a sign that will be spoken against so that the thoughts of many hearts will be revealed and a sword will pierce your own soul too. Can you picture the scene? Mary and Joseph have come into the temple, proud parents carrying their young baby probably just about a month old at this time. They're also carrying something else, a pair of birds, doves maybe, but probably young pigeons. They'd come to dedicate their baby to God and in order to fulfill what was required by Jewish law, they had brought a sacrifice. The fact that they brought pigeons rather than a lamb, for example, indicated that they were really poor and pigeons were the best they could afford. We don't really know how busy it would have been in the temple, but we do know that there were at least two other people there on that day, at that time, just the right time, God's time. Sibion was one of those people, and verse 27 tells us that he was there in the temple at that specific time because the Holy Spirit had moved him prompted him to be there that day. We're given a few clues about Simeon's character, his way of life. We read in verse 25 that he was a righteous man, a good man. That tells us about his relationship to others. He was a devout man. He loved and served God and he was waiting. He was anticipating. He was expecting something to happen. He was waiting for the Messiah, the Saviour, to come, 
here expressed as the consolation of Israel. Simeon was a man who was in touch with the living God. He had read God's word. He knew what God had promised and he believed and trusted God to keep his promise. The Saviour would come. We're told in verse 26 that God's Holy Spirit had revealed to Simeon that this would happen before he died. He would see the Saviour, the promised one. How vital it is for people to see God's salvation, to see Jesus and to recognise their need of him before they see death. A prayer we can pray for our family, friends, neighbours and colleagues. So Simeon was led by God's Spirit to be there in the temple that day at that time, to see the baby and to have the baby placed into his arms. Simeon holds the baby Jesus and looks into his face. Wow! It's hard to imagine what Simeon felt as he recalled the Old Testament truths which he knew so well. Here in his arms he holds the pre-existent one, the one who was with God in the beginning, the light who shone in the darkness, the tender servant, the obedient servant, the one who was crushed, the ruler and shepherd, God's dearly loved son, the promised one. Now, here, Emmanuel, God with us. Simeon speaks and he utters this wonderful paean of praise to God. It's a song of worship where he praises God for keeping his promise. It's a song of salvation. My eyes have seen your salvation, he says. I can die happy. The authorised version expresses this as now let your servant depart in peace. In the Greek, the word depart has several meanings. The release of a prisoner, untying a ship for departure, taking down a tent, unyoking a beast of burden. Each of these gives the sense of completion and release. Simeon rejoices that this baby he holds in his arms is the fulfilment of God's eternal plan for the salvation of the world. The fulfilment of God's promise that the Saviour would come for all people, Gentiles as well as Jews. Mary and Joseph marvel at what he said about their young baby and Simeon blesses them. But then he has a specific message for Mary, a prophetic insight. But surely this is not what a new parent expects to hear. Simeon tells her that Jesus is destined to cause division. There will be those who fall in repentance and rise to salvation, but many who will reject him. The true condition of people's hearts will be revealed. Their response to him will expose their true state of mind and heart. Simeon speaks of the pain, the sword that will pierce Mary's heart, speaking of the suffering she will experience as throughout his short life, she witnesses people's opposition to Jesus, 
and their treatment of him. She will see him accused, arrested, tried and crucified and will stand at the foot of the cross and watch him die. But of course, this was how it had to be because Jesus was the baby born to die, born to die to fulfill God's promise, to secure salvation for us, salvation for the sins of the whole world. Jesus, what a sacrifice, redeemer of the universe, Messiah, God's holy one on earth, savior, what joy there is in finding that you came for us and now we're safe in your most precious love. Dear Lord, we thank you that you came into our world as a tiny baby, into a lowly human family. As the God of eternity and creator of the universe, you made yourself small and vulnerable and dependent. You identified with us in your humanity and our humanity. Thank you, Lord, that you came to fulfill a divine promise. You are the promised one. Thank you that you came down, you walked where we walk, and you felt what we feel. But then you did what we could not do for ourselves. You went to the cross to secure our salvation. Thank you, Lord Jesus that you came to die. Please open our eyes afresh to that amazing truth today and help us to live our lives in the light of it. Lord, we pray that there may be many who will have their eyes opened to see you, to perhaps for the first time this Christmas season and turn to you for salvation. We will look in expectation to see your Holy Spirit at work, and we give you the glory. Amen. So thank you for listening. We hope you'll have a happy Christmas, and we look forward to seeing you in due course. <laughs>